So this is going to be a part two episode to soft, but don't settle the power of relationships. So we're just going to continue on with our questions. Let's get into it. I'm pulling up the questions now. So bear with me. Oh, as I'm pulling up these questions, y'all already know. As we continue the conversation. (laughs) Yes, mental check-ins. So Stephanie, how was your week? This week was very, very long i felt very overstimulated just with working all the time um i did end up taking a, a mental day for myself because like i said i just i feel like i was working non-stop like i know that we have like sunday off and stuff but sometimes that sunday just is like two seconds absolutely and it's not enough time to reset yourself so as you should overall, have my my week was okay i mean i had a couple rough patches here and there but you know we get through them we keep going we keep moving so deasia how was your week my week was really long um unfortunately you guys i am coming back from a funeral um i'm sorry to just take that long pause like that uh today i was just a little bit all over the place just trying to rush trying to get myself mentally together you know to go to a funeral but then to also be present in the moment to record this episode for you guys so after being there i just want to say that i'm just appreciative of life and just love on your people more just cherish them more take time to spend time with them and just you know if you don't do nothing else today just go text somebody you know go to a friend house go to a family member house and just let them know that you love them just just love on your people more but this week has been long but i'm always looking forward to recording this this is the funnest part of my day it's uh spending time with my best friend and kicking it with y'all so we about to hop right on in I know we got a lot of good questions. So. She wrote down <laughs> some really good ones. No, I came up with a lot. I'm sorry. You like, did. That's why I'm like, I don't even know which ones I want to start with. I just want to make sure. That we All right, we'll just start things. with your first one, then. What was the biggest heartbreak you experienced? So I'll let you just go ahead and top it off with that. What was the biggest heartbreak you experienced? Mm, the biggest heartbreak I experienced. So I feel like I have different areas in my life where I experience heartbreak, you know, whether it was romantically or, you know, family oriented. I feel like I had a lot of heartbreaks. Um, I would say the biggest heartbreak I think I had, honestly, I think was the conversation I had with my dad. So me and my dad don't have a strong relationship and, you know, it's, it's pretty much on and off. Like, he's still present. My parents my parents are still happy, married. My parents are still married. And <laughs> he's just not really there as a dad. I always say that I have a father, but I don't have a dad. You know what I mean? I feel like those always mean two different things. So my biggest heartbreak was having a conversation and actually finally being open with my dad. I think this was when I was in high school. Is having a conversation with him to just let him know how I felt. Like... Let me just give you a backstory. So with my dad, growing up, we can literally be in a house together twenty like all day and walk right past each other and not speak at all. So that's just giving you a little background story of how I grew up. So when I finally confided in my dad and told him how I felt and the type of relationship that I wanted from him or that I needed from him, it was a good conversation. You know, we're sitting there, we're crying on the staircase, talking to each other, you know, him apologizing for no results. So I think that was the biggest heartbreak is finally telling somebody what you need from them and them not. I feel like it was like gaslighting. I feel like he gaslighted me in that very moment. And I don't know if it's a situation where he just don't know where to start, you know, with having a relationship or starting that or maintaining that. But to not put forth any effort, I think is like the biggest heartbreak for any for any child, you know, any parent that doesn't really give you what you feel like you need, you know, 
some parents do feel like, you know, they gave birth to you and that should be enough or they got a roof over your head. But I feel like that's the biggest heartbreak that I have had. And I feel like it surpasses all my romantic relationships because that's not the person I came from. You know what I mean? Like this is this man is the person I'm supposed to look up to who's supposed to teach me how to love, how a man is supposed to love a woman, how mm -hmm. I watch him love my mom. And it's not that. So I think that's the biggest heartbreak. I guess I'm going to ask the agent the same question. What is the biggest heartbreak that you have ever experienced? I got to be honest with y'all. I don't even know if I'm really ready to dive into that question and to be honest and vulnerable about the biggest heartbreak that I've experienced. I'll just say that I have experienced of, um, a lot of heartbreaks, romantically and non-romantically. Mm -hmm. But I'll, I guess I could say like how I overcame them. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go on how I overcame them. Well, um, start off with how old you were. When I oh, when I first experienced that, I had a heartbreak. How old was I? See, now we're going back to childhood because, of course, you know it's gonna always go back to your childhood because before a man can break your heart, like you just said, it starts with your dad. You know, being in a home. But what's crazy though is I never felt like the presence of my father, although he was not there. It's so crazy. Like, y'all probably going to get so tired of me talking about God. But when I say God be carrying me on his back, he do. Because I never I never felt the absence of, like, you know, not having a dad. I did not have a dad growing up. But I still didn't feel like, oh, you know, like, sad. Like, oh, you know, I don't have a dad. And that's probably because my grandma and, you know, the small village that I did have, you know, she made sure that I always felt love. So I never felt like, you know, I was, I was missing out on that. It is heartbreaking, though. And it definitely uh, shows up in how you decide to show up in relationships, you know, how you give love, how you receive love, because that's the first man that is supposed to protect you, you know, that's supposed to teach you, you know what I'm saying, like how to be in a relationship. So it is heartbreaking, but I wouldn't say that that was my first heartbreak. I, I feel like I didn't experience my heart, my first heartbreak until, uh, until I was uh, a teenager. <laughs> I had like a long on and off relationship. Um, I feel like I know who you're talking about. You definitely I, I know definitely who I'm do. talking about. I'm not no going to say their name. Yes, they definitely no have face, to remain. No case. No face, no case. <laughs> they definitely have to remain anonymous. Okay, uh, look at me still even, trying to protect they you. They don't even deserve that privacy. You don't even deserve that privacy. I should call you out, but I'm not. <laughs> Let me. You ain't getting no cloud over here. But you know what you did. You broke my heart. <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> I still ain't got no apology. I'm still you healing from that. So, uh, you know Let what? me that stop playing. <laughs> no apology is an apology. No apology is an apology. No closure is closure. I always say that no closure is the best closure for you because sometimes you don't need to even open up that wound and go through no long drawn out conversation of you crying and telling somebody how they did you. You know, like the best closure is just moving what is it on. Do? What is it going it's to not do? Gonna change the it's not going to change how they did you. You know, you just got to learn how to just, you know, move on and just accept what they did give you in that relationship. Because I'm sure at some point you guys did have good times and you may have also had bad times, but you just have to learn from it and you just got to grow through it that's what i'll say instead of just going through it you just have to grow through it and i definitely have did that so my first heartbreak was definitely um as a teenage it was a on and off who very long relationship i thought at one point this was the person that i was probably going to marry have children with it didn't you know turn out that way um it was like all throughout high school like i said um even as we became adults you know we had a small moment of possibly trying to see if we wanted to you know date each other again and figure things out you know what especially once you've grown because you feel like oh i'm older i'm more mature to handle this relationship let's see where this really goes and mm, yeah it went nowhere because i'm single so yeah it went nowhere so yeah that was my first heartbreak and i got over it and i am doing amazing right now yes you are you are i mean look at where you Look at where I'm at. I'm a strong woman. <laughs> you are. We, we both are. We are, we we are, are so strong. strong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into the childhood stuff, though. I really just feel like that. It's so, it's so much surrounded around that. I don't even want to draw you guys into it because I want to 
make sure that we keep the conversation, you know, lighthearted, get straight to the point. And I hope that you guys, you know, learn something as we talk about our experiences. But I know for me, it's it's so heavy. It's something deeper than just talking on this podcast. Eventually, I'm going to have to go see a therapist about that. So, there's nothing wrong with therapy. I think we all need a real a little therapy. In our yeah, we lives, do. Honestly. Yeah. And therapy can be talking to your friends. This is therapy for it me. Can, therapy can be anything that you make it. It can be you writing in a journal, you mm-hmm. talking to yourself, or whatever you want to do. Whether you're into painting, whether you're into music, or anything can be therapy. You know what I think therapy is? Honestly, that's kind of crazy. We're not trying to go too off topic. I also think it's um, a safe space. So whatever that safe space looks like for you, yep. So your safe space, like you just said, it could be painting, it could be journaling, it could be with your friends, it could be with somebody that you feel comfortable, you know, talking to. It doesn't necessarily have to be a stranger. It could be somebody that you feel safe with. As long as you feel safe with that person, you know, it could be therapeutic for you. Even if that's through laughing or comedy or, you know, whatever. So it looks different for a lot of people, but it's also important to get instead of just carrying all that, um, all those feelings inside. Ooh, hmm. You got a good question? You the one that got the good questions <laughs> because you, you know, put these down. Let's do the, what's, what's the biggest fear about relationships? <laughs> Should have known it was coming. What? <laughs> okay. I feel like we just had this conversation. That's why it's so funny. We did. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have a a love-hate about relationships. And I feel like it's always due to your experiences with them. So, like, my biggest fear with relationships, and I can only speak from today, not from past or anything right. like that. So, from right now, my biggest fear in relationship is losing myself again. Ooh. You know, at one point, I felt like the type of person that I am is when I, when I care about you, I want to see the best for you and that and I mean that in any way possible whether I can help you do that I can be there for you and somewhere down the line I feel like I lose focus on myself to try to help that person get to where they want to be you know and I get detached or I get attached to that person or they get attached Mm -hmm. to me or my energy and now I don't have enough energy for myself so I feel like that's my biggest fear in relationships it's just losing who I am and figuring out what I really want and what makes me happy outside of this person, outside of this relationship. And that relationship can be romantic or non-romantic relationships. I don't want to lose myself even with, yeah. a, you know, even with a friend or a family, you know, trying to take in all of their, their burdens or their energy or their problems. And then I'm left with absolutely nothing for myself to mm-hmm. sit down and have a peaceful night rest. Because now I have so many things that I'm like, okay, I want to help this person. I want to do this. I want to do this. Like this person is struggling. And it's, it's hard. You know, it's heartbreaking because, I, you know, when I care about someone, I care about them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if that's just me by nature, but if I rock with you, I rock with you for real. So if I ever said that to anybody, whether we talk now or we don't talk at all, it was always genuine on my half. Yeah. So whether you received it or not, that's up to you. You know, I'm always going to be pure and intentional with anybody that I come across with. Anybody mm-hmm. that I feel like I want to have a conversation with I have to have some type of level of care for you to want to be around you to want your energy around me so that's my biggest fear is just losing myself and not being able to dig myself out of that hole because once you get trapped into or swallowed up by that dark hole of depression anxiety overthinking worriness it's like who pulls you out Mm -hmm. if the person who caused you to get into this hole it's the same person that you're trying to help and protect. So what do you do? That's a really good point, though, that you said that, you know, you don't want to lose yourself because a lot of people do lose themselves in relationships. You know, men and women, you know, they tend to forget about everything. You have some people, as soon as they fall in love, they forget about their friends. Okay. You know, they don't call you no more. They don't check up on you no more. They be so wrapped up into that relationship. And then they'll just neglect everybody, including their self. Yeah. Like, they forget about everything that used to make them happy outside of that relationship. And then it's like, once it's over, then they, they, they don't what even else? know who they are anymore. They have to try to figure it and all I out. So yeah. I learned that from experience. I, I, Trust me. No, I, I felt that. I was I felt one that. of those people at yeah. one point. I can be transparent with myself yeah. that at one point when I was in a relationship, when I was younger, you know, once I before I did my self reflection, mm-hmm. 
I was one of those girls that was like, oh, I'm with my boyfriend, I'm with my boyfriend, or this my boyfriend, can my boyfriend My man, come? my man, yeah, my man. Like, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, can he come? Like, am I good? Oh, my God, now can my boyfriend come? Y'all girl, need him at home. Listen, when it's time to hang out with the girls, it's time listen, to hang out with the girls. Baby, like, attached at the hip. Like, we just saw <laughs> twins, my baby. Like, Ooh. I'm just, and that's just being honest. And I had to learn because once I was out of that relationship, who did I need to lean on? those same friends that I had stopped talking to like that, the same yep. friends that I stopped checking on mm-hmm. because I was so consumed in my relationship. Trying to spend a block with your friend. <laughs> okay, and I had to hold myself accountable and mm-hmm. apologize to every single person that I felt like I hurt in that yeah. moment where I wasn't being a good friend to them because mm-hmm. we're not going to always be the best selves. We're not always 100%. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to slack in some areas, but it's up to us to take hold ourselves responsible and accountable to be like, you know what, I was a shitty friend to you and I apologize. Yeah. You know, and you got to make your peace and move on. Yeah. What is your biggest fear about relationships? Yeah. Not going to lie, though. Younger me definitely used to be doing the same thing. Like, my man, my man, I felt like I needed to be in that man's skin. Like, I need to go everywhere with him. Yes, like, everywhere. Like, what? You're not going to go out with the guys without me? Like, I'm going to be around everybody. Oh, you want to hear my mouth? I'm coming, too, but... Um, that's also toxic because you have to learn how to get comfortable with yourself. You do not need to be around somebody all day. Like, have some room for yourself. Find out what you really like to do and, you know, spend some more time with yourself. And since I've been single, I I love hanging out with DeAsia. We be having fun. Oh, I was about to get into that. I was just piggybacking off of what you were saying. (laughs) You like, uh, where you going with this? (laughs) No, I know I know how to rail myself back in. I like to. No, I, don't. I, like I like to. Tangent. No, I like to go off of you know based on what you were saying because I experienced the same thing as well. You know, getting lost in a relationship. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say one of my biggest fears about being in a relationship getting hurt. <laughs> getting hurt. I don't. I don't want to experience that again. And it's kind of crazy because it's like you gonna experience hurt in a relationship, even if it's not you know your person hurting you. You know, it could be something else that may cause hurt. You know, it, it could be something else. But I'm. I'm just so. I'm just so terrified of it because of the previous relationships I have. I felt like I always. I always end up hurt, and I just don't want to. I don't want to feel that. I don't want to experience that. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be crying. I don't want to be depressed. I don't want to feel like I don't need people to, you know, I don't want nobody to see me. And I'm just, I'm not showing up for myself or others because I'm just so, so wrapped up into that. So I I don't want to, that's my biggest fear. It's just, it's just being hurt again. But that's how you learn. That's how you learn. Sometimes you have to be hurt. You know what the scariest part about being hurt is I feel like God and I know we always talk about God. We, <laughs> we always gonna talk about God, so y'all have to know that. Like God is the one that led us to have this podcast. This so. is one thing I learned. In relationships, I feel like God will be trying to tell us something about mm-hmm. somebody. You know, whether it's a situation or a person and how this person is not to be in our lives. And I feel like God would allow this person to continue to hurt us so we can leave them alone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to understand that. But it's true. Mm-hmm. If that same person keeps hurting you, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's not coincidence. You're not the chosen one. It's not mm-hmm. because this person just chose you to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, yeah, that person may be unhealed within themselves. And That's also not love. Issues. But at the same time, I feel like it'd be God's no. We just said that God's no is not a rejection. It's a redirection. So I feel yeah. like... If you trying to tell me something, God, show me a sign. And that be the sign. Is when you continue. We to always ask God to show us signs and we be ignoring them. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget. I'm going to tell y'all a quick little funny story, too. That's why I don't want to experience hurt. Because you got to be prepared for what you ask God for, too. Because he will expose the truth right in front of your eyes. And a lot of us do not be willing to open them good enough. Get the little crack out. Get the little dust out and really see what you're asking. But, man, when you get into him and you start asking for revelation and clarity... First of all, we all have women, you know, um, instinct. So, you know when something don't feel right. And you have to trust that feeling. You cannot ignore it. But um, I remember praying um, in a relationship, you know, just asking God, like, something don't feel right. You know, like, if, if something's not right, you know, like, reveal that to me. You know, show me who this person is and what he do. Show it to you. Ooh. Girl, you all look and you get hurt. 
Oh, this was crazy, y'all. I didn't even go looking. I didn't go looking. Oh, it found you? It found me. That's the worst. I'm on my way to my man's house. My man, my man. <laughs> so I think at the time. <laughs> and what I find? He there with a whole nother girl. What happened? What you mean? What happened? I'm saying like you be somebody ass. Like, <laughs> she said, wait, what happened? Like, did y'all fight or what? No, this was so crazy. Um, I get to the door. He didn't want to open the door. He come up to he come to Red the door with no shirt on, a do-rag and some boxers. Come on, what we what we doing? And what's crazy is I had a key to the house at the time, but instead of using my key, I knew something wasn't right, though. I felt it in my spirit. Like, the whole time while I was walking them to the door, I'm sweating. I got anxiety and everything. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I already know when I go to... I'm, I'm scared to use the key. I'm scared to use the key because I know if I use the key, I'm going to see something. Gonna see. I don't know what I'm about to see. I don't know how I'm going to react or what I'm going to do. So, so for I, I never be. Ooh, that's why I said my biggest fear is hurt. I don't want to experience that ever again. Prayerfully, I don't. That's why I've been staying single and just, you know, getting my relationship with God right. I don't want to experience that. I don't deserve that. Don't nobody deserve that. But uh, just, you know, and if you don't want to be in a relationship, just tell people that be honest you know what you know but, what i realize about people i feel like a lot of times people know that you're a good person mm -hmm. and because they don't want to let you slip through their mm -hmm. fingers they would continue to string you along oh yeah they want to hold and on they want to hold on like to that said, good they'll thing they'll hurt, hurt you. you but um what that's happened selfish, though. that is very selfish that's very selfish we just want to acknowledge that you guys that is very selfish to hold on to somebody that you have zero intentions on being with or being good to them it didn't lead to a fight though i did want to say tell y'all that <laughs> <laughs> it did not lead to a fight and women do not do that like if you find a man you know with another female first of all majority of the times oh, it is not oh him. oh yeah i was about to say it's not oh, the female no oh, i was just about no. to say it's not the female no. fault but I'm him oh yeah no nah, he definitely uh he definitely caught that draft for sure oh, um uppercut, yeah uppercut, like. girl i was trying to get through the door at the time Y'all, this is unsaved, Deasia, by the way. I was trying to get through that door. I was trying to get through that door. I couldn't reach him because it had the little lock. And, you know, oh, you trying to snatch that I little lock. The, yeah, I wasn't that strong. But um, I had ended up uh, leaving and walk, walking away. I started cussing him out or whatever. And then he um, went to go put on some little Jordan sandal slides. And he chasing me in the parking lot. He done left the girl in the apartment. And now he chasing me. So it just shows how important she was to him at the time. Mm-hmm, sweetie, you know who you are as well. I, I can guarantee it wasn't that. It was more so protection because he didn't know what the hell he was going to do. You have to understand this. No, he left no, Shorty listen. in the house and was chasing after me, like, right in front of her. Like, oh, like, trying to make this work. Like, what are you doing? But he didn't know. I'm going to say this. But he ain't probably people, know what was going to happen. That's what I'm saying. Only because you never know what you're capable of until you put in that position. Until you get so mad to that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, up there. Mm-hmm. That's him. Oh, I already know. Yeah. I already people. I already, I already knew. You may have to say nothing. It's okay. It makes it so much more funnier. I, but, that's mm -hmm. why I ain't say nothing. <laughs> <Beady>. <laughs> we be protecting people on here. Okay. But nah, they didn't ask to be, you know, like, this is our truth. You know, this is our stories and our experiences. And we just sharing that with you guys. But nah, I just don't want to experience that again. I don't think nobody wants to. No, I completely understand. That's why I said you have to just trust your instincts and your guts. If you had that feeling, like you you keep on getting that knot, that is not no butterflies. That is that is something telling you every time you around your heart beating super fast, you got anxiety. But that's because like something said, is not right. Don't want to know the truth. They, they don't want to know the truth. A lot of people don't want to know the truth. A lot of people say just be truthful with me. That's why they say the truth hurts because it does hurt. And then when it's presented in front of you, you get intimidated by the truth and you don't know what to do with it. So do you really want to know the truth? Not it. Well, I didn't told you the truth. You don't even know how to handle it. You don't even know what to do with it. You wasn't even prepared. Be asking God for stuff that you don't be prepared for. He'll give it to you and you don't even know how to handle it. Now you fumbling it everywhere. A lot of people, I feel, like, I feel like a lot of people, if they lose a relationship, it's because they don't even know how to be honest with themselves. So how can you expect That's them to true. be honest with you? Exactly. Like they can't even be truthful with themselves to let themselves know like, hey, I need help. Exactly. I have all these unhealed tendencies. I have all these toxic ways based mm -hmm. on shit that I went through. But instead of me taking accountability and focusing on the shit that I need to fix, I would mm -hmm. just keep getting in relationships because it's a distraction. Okay. 
sorry, um, moving along. <laughs> Do you believe in love at first sight? I guess it depends on. I know. I I, I asked this. I won't be a question. I'm exactly. Talking about some um. <laughs> because it's like I guess it depends on how you look at the question. Like, am I just saying physically? Do you believe in love at first sight, or am I just saying if I came into somebody's energy or their space and our souls are connected at that point? Do I believe that? No. But I feel like how how somebody gonna. It can't just be physical. It got to be more than physical. Love at first That's sight. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no, because I can be attracted to somebody, and at that That's point, yeah. that's just lust. Exactly. That's not me wanting to be with you. That's you better me. preach to these people. I'm Y'all better know the difference. Lust, lust, and you actually wanted to get to know that person is two completely different things. So, do I believe in love at first sight? No. Do I believe that you could be attracted to someone immediately? Mm -hmm. Yes. Do I believe you can lust over them? Yes. You can mm -hmm. lust over their body, their physical form, their flesh, but mm -hmm. until you open up their mind, how can mm -hmm. you say that you are in love with this person or you love this person? And like I say, a lot of people don't even know what love means. No, they don't. A and we know that that's an action word for one. Yeah, it is. So you it have is. to be ready to provide the actions to actually make somebody feel loved, you know, and experience it the proper way. The healthy way. <laughs> the healthy way. Yes. Because Love hurts sometimes, but it's not supposed love to be does painful. Yeah, it's not supposed to be painful. Love does hurt. It does, because it, it always takes a part of you mm -hmm. to compromise yourself to make sure that you love this person to the best of your ability of how they want to be loved. And then it's kind of like, do you know that you really love somebody unless you experience some type of hurt with them? Mm. That's a good question. Dang, I wasn't even expecting that. No, that you know, like, ask that, right? No, that was a good question. Yeah, you know? it's a good little segue. How do I know what? <laughs> I'm just saying, how do you know if you love that person if y'all never went through anything? Right, how do you know if you love a person if you never experienced hurt with them? Um, I feel like that's, that is how you know that you love a person, though, is if you go through hurt, you know, with them. It's just not supposed to be continuously. Hurt, See, you, let me finish this one first before we even go there. I was just going to say... You have to go through, you know, stuff with a person because it tests your limit. How how patient are you? Are you going to try to figure this out? Are you just one of those people that's just going to throw the towel in and the moment that something go wrong or it don't go your way? Because hurt don't have to always, you know, lead back to cheating. It could be the way that the person spoke to you or you could feel, you know, neglected and that's hurtful to you. It could be a lot of different things or they didn't show up for you. So it just, it just you know, it just depends. But I do feel like you have to experience some type of hurt because... Depending on the person, if y'all are aligned, I'll say if you guys are aligned and on the same page or have the same intentions with the relationship, if you guys do hurt one another, you should be able to, you know, move past it and grow past it. You know, talk about it, address it, and make sure that it doesn't happen again. When it continuously happens, that's definitely not your person. And like Stephanie said before, love is not supposed to hurt. It's okay if it hurts sometimes because it is going to hurt. It's going to be some hurtful moments. You guys are going to experience some losses, some gains, you know, anything. It don't always have to just be, you know, cheating, you know, for somebody to feel hurt. But how you get through it, you know, says everything. How that person continues to show up in a relationship will determine, is this something worth fighting for? Is this something mm -hmm. worth getting through? You know, because you won't know unless you finally go through a big blow. And you'll be like, oh, okay, what do we do now? That's oh. a good question. Yeah, it was I, really good. I wasn't expecting to take I'm that turn. Lie, I, I don't think I ever thought about it like that. But, like, I guess you do technically do need to go through something. Mm -hmm. Some type of trial or tribulation with this person, mm -hmm. with this individual, to know mm -hmm. y'all intentions with each other. Like, mm -hmm. okay, our plan is physically talking. Yeah, we can yeah. say we want to get married. You're right. What, what are we doing to get to these steps? Because it's not going to be peaches and cream. Right. Down this, this exactly. Pocket. It's not going to be a fairy tale. I, it's not going to be perfect. Damn. Yeah. At any Damn. moment, it's not going to be perfect. Damn. It's not supposed to be perfect. There is no such thing as any. I'm not perfect. That person is not perfect. But what hurt are you willing to experience for you to say, okay, is this, like, you know, worth me? Straw? Yeah. What, what's worth me, you know, going through? But that's why I said it's not supposed to be continuous now. You're going to be tested in relationships. That's You'll be tested. Yeah, you'll be God tested. Yes, God test us. Mm. He's testing you. 
When are you going to say no? When is enough enough for you? I already know the plans that I have for you. I know the man that I have for you. Are you ready to receive him? How much hurt are you willing to go through before you come back to me? And I think that's all he wants us to do, though, ultimately, at least to me. I feel like he wants us to come back to him. Because until you learn how to have a relationship with yourself and with God, God is the first relationship for one. We talk about the ones with our dad. We talk about the ones with our friends. We talk about the ones with people, but that's the first relationship. Think about how many times God still loves us when we hurt him, when we don't talk to him, when you don't all pray the to sins him. We make every day. All the sins. He died on the cross for not just my sins, but for everybody's sins. And he still loved you through it. He knew that you was going to go do this. He knew that you was going to have premarital sex. He knew that you was going to have your child before you had your child. And I still love you. I still want the best for you. I still want the best partner for you. I still want the best type of friendships for you. That's why I brought these people into your life. They're going to hurt you because I want you to come back to me. Show me how you show up in a relationship for me. You doing all that for these people. What about me? I want you to come back to me. That's why I said people don't know what that love feels like. That unconditional no. love. That's unconditional love. Mm-hmm. The love through God because he's the one that's going to. I feel like God because that's why he created us. Because he knew that we was going to experience her. He knew that we was going to go through different trials and tribulations with people. But I feel like that's why we always have to go to him. Because he's the one that's going to redirect our path like you said earlier. And he's the one that's going to give us the tools to learn how to deal with these people especially the ones that don't know god okay let me help you let's do this together let's pray but you need to learn how to have a relationship with him for yourself so you can show up better in this relationship as a man or as a woman or more hold or more healed i love that no that's it's very important to have a relationship with god because people can say they can pray for you i don't want just anybody praying for me i don't, I don't know even know who you praying to who you praying to i don't know what demon you attached mm-hmm. to i don't know what spirit you got in that's what i'm saying you can't listen Mm-hmm. In theory, you're praying to it's Zuda. A nice, it's a nice Zuda. Thought. I it's don't know nice who Zuda is. Kindness. It's a nice act of, you know, you telling me, like, oh, I'm going to pray for you, sister. No. Thank you so much. However, exactly. I'm going to pray for myself, too, just in case mm-hmm. you pray it don't work. Just in case it don't work. Because I don't know and he's saying when two or more are gathered, when two or more are gathered in his name. What you for. Exactly. But I don't mean, every time I tell you I'm praying, we pray right then and there. Ain't no, I'm going to pray for you. Oh, I, oh no, we're going we to touch and agree right I now. If I say I'm praying, I'm going to text it to you. If oh, I yeah. say I'm praying for you, I'm going to text you that prayer that, that I just te- prayed. Right now. Or I I'm going to call you. I want you to know you. what I said. I want you to know mm-hmm. what I asked God for. I want you to know who I know, which is the Father, the Son, <laughs> the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. All of that. Ooh, this be getting good, y'all. It always get good like this. No, every time I start talking about God, I be going deep. Because God is deep. God is deep. God, God is, is real too. God is unlimited. He loves us. I could talk about him all freaking day. All the stuff that God has brought us through. Mm. That's because he loved us. I'm gonna just say this. That's why I said, look at how many times we hurt him, and we, he listen, still love us. I'm so blessed that we don't look like what we've been through. Yeah. Oh, if I look like what I've been through. I'd be look. Ooh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on this. I won't be on this podcast if I look like what I've been through. I'd have been dragged in these streets. Dragged. Trust me. I done dirty. Flip. Nasty. Like, <laughs> Nasty. <disgusting. laughs> Nasty. Listen, I listen, like I said, if you fumble Yo. me, that's your loss. Yeah. You fumbled yourself out of a good person. That was. That was a good question. But I agree with you though. So it ain't even no point in me oh, going back and forth. The love at first sight, though. So I will say that no, I do we agree kinda, with we you. Answered that together. Yeah, we did. I like that. We I, did. Yeah. Not planned. <laughs> yeah, it was not planned. Yeah, it's the chemistry. Yeah, we just going off of each other vibe. But yeah, I definitely feel like you can't just fall in love with somebody at first sight. You can, you can be attracted because you don't them, know who that person is. Exactly. I don't know who you I don't are. Even know if our spirits are gonna align. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know if you believe in God. I look at you and I love you. What? He an atheist. Oh, I feel like get away from me, sir. In fairy tales, it, it sounds romantic. It sounds yeah, romantic. it does. Like, oh, my God, I found him. I just knew he was the one. How? I just, right. How did you know how? he was the one? Because what if he start eating and you don't like the way he eat? The way he chew, the way he snore. What if he got ugly feet? Like, mm-hmm. what if it's You just like, don't know stuff, nothing like, about a person you know until you know a person. You, you don't even know how they think. No. And you know what? I'm more attracted to how a person thinks than their physical appearance any day. Like, that's what I'm attracted to. That's what gets my attention is... If you can stimulate me. 
intellectually. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, y'all. The looks do gotta align with the mind. I'm not saying that I don't look at looks. I'm saying that's mm-hmm. never my first go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not the first thing that's gonna, you know, get you into the person. Yeah, I am attracted to a person mindset, though. Like, how a man thinks and how he moves is definitely huge to me. You know, like, I definitely can appreciate. I like a man that moves in silence. I know I, I like to move in silence. Like, I'm a very private person. I don't like somebody that's, like, always feel like they need to post up every one of their moves and stuff and just always loud. You know what they say, though? They say the loudest nigga in the room be the brokest one. I believe it. So, yeah. And I don't just mean, like, broke, like, you ain't got no money in your pockets. You don't even really know who you are. You just feel like you got to just try to outdo everybody, outshine everybody, overtalk everybody, like, because you just want all that attention for yourself. But I'm not attracted to no man like that. I don't like no loud man. Mm-hmm. Like, he dressed loud, his car loud. Oh, flashy. Yeah, flashy. Like yeah, I don't, I don't like, like flashy, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't like clock chasers. Like, yeah. I don't like somebody who always got to be out and about and in somebody's face. Yeah, no, I don't like I'm that not at like all. That. Yeah, I'm not like that either, yeah. I'm very chill and I'm yeah. just laid back. Like, yeah, I like that it's just a vibe. Like to go out and get dressed up. You mm-hmm. know, that's cool. Hit the town, whatever, with your yeah. food. But, like, I don't always got to be in the public eye. Yeah, me neither. It's not necessary for me. Everybody yeah, don't you don't got to post me either. Once, That's okay. Once you, my success is going to make more noise than I can ever say. Exactly. I don't have to keep trying to brag about shit that I'm doing. Who am yeah. I Who am I impressing? Who am I trying to impress? The only person I need to impress is myself. Mm-hmm. Self-improvement every day. I'm always working towards self-evolving for me, not for nobody else. All of the stuff that I do. Waking up in the morning, going to the gym, building discipline, building a relationship with God. Thank you. That jump is so hard. I just can't wait till I finally meet my goals. But that is like the, ooh, this has been the hardest, like, journey, y'all. This jump is so hard. Oh, my God. I thought they was playing when they'd be like, oh, the older you get, the harder it is to lose weight. It is. And it really is. Yeah, it just be sitting there. <laughs> I envy, you know, it's, it's crazy. I used to call myself fat in high school, baby. If I, what I would give to be back my high school. Yeah, exactly. Like, what I, I would give, right? I said, "Oh, that definitely had to be like peer pressure telling me I was fat because I was." I'm like, trying to so undo this back. <laughs> yeah, I'm so damn skinny with a big head, like nobody. I don't ever want to be that small again, but I'm not me. trying to like meet like these beauty standards that they set out here you know like for your body to look a certain type of way i just want to be my own body goal so i'm just trying to make sure that i reach that for myself so you want to do and, it naturally yeah I, oh of course absolutely doing it naturally because i've seen it be done a lot of people don't believe it could be done but a lot of people is, are not willing to put it in the work but i just want to be comfortable with me i'm not trying to have like no you know get no bbls or like you know try to look like everybody else i just want to be comfortable and embrace what god has given me. anything that you don't like about yourself you could change it about yourself okay okay my bad anything you don't like about yourself though you can definitely you know change it so you can i mean we're and it don't have to be if it is surgically that that's fine just you know do it the safe way but at least for me i do i want to trust myself to know you can do it naturally you can push yourself you can meet your goals for you you know it's all about me being comfortable for me it's not for me to look a certain type of way to attract a certain type of man like i just want to do this for me and then it's not a quick fix either i'm not saying oh girl i'm doing this 30-day challenge okay after them 30 days over now you back eating a hamburger like come on now It's all about like your changing your habits. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not always easy because we don't like change as human beings. Exactly. We can say like, oh yeah, I'm a chameleon. I adapt. Mm -mm, You don't. I just told my grandma this the other day. A lot of people be saying that they want to change until it's presented in front of them. Then they don't want to do it. The idea of change sounds good until it's time to change. I want to change the way I look and then when it's time to go to the gym. Exactly. When it's presented in front of them, they are easily intimidated by it. People are intimidated by change. Change is scary to them. That's why you have to have faith over fear. This was scary. But look, we're doing it now. Uh, Last question. (sighs) Do you believe couples therapy is beneficial in relationships or needed in relationships? Um, I do think couples therapy is beneficial. Do I think it's a requirement? No. But the reason why I think it's beneficial is because, just like Deja said, we don't know our partners through and through. We don't know anything that they've been through besides what they're showing us at that very moment of what we actually went through with them. So I feel like it's a lot of, like Deja said, hurt people hurt people. So it's like a lot of people enter these relationships still unhealed, still unhappy with themselves 
So how can you expect somebody else to make you happy if you're unhappy with yourself? So I'm a firm believer in relationships that your happiness is not your partner's responsibility. Mm -hmm. I'm a very firm believer. And please understand why, why, why I feel like this. I feel like this because I'm supposed to make myself happy. And when I enter this relationship, mm-hmm. I share my happiness with you. Mm-hmm. You're, that's not, it's so selfish to make somebody feel like your happiness depends on this person. This person can't make you happy. No, you are unhappy by yourself, and this person is just contributing because this person cannot meet your standards. Mm-hmm. That does not mean, mean this person is a bad person because he didn't meet your standards. You mm-hmm. didn't ask for what you needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So do I think couples therapy is beneficial? Hell yeah. I mean, it allows you to be, or at least gives you a chance. If you're not there with your partner, yet yeah. to be completely vulnerable, to have an open sit-down talk with them. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, I feel like it gives you at least a chance to be with a complete stranger. So your friends are not the mediators. It's not mm-hmm. somebody who already knew you post this relationship to try to defend you. No, let somebody else who knows nothing about you and your significant other to give you a, a different perspective. So maybe mm-hmm. this person can open your eyes to be like, you know what? Damn, I didn't even think about it. I used to do this a lot. I didn't think it was a big deal because I'm so used to it because it's part of my routine. Of yeah. who I am. Yeah. That you did this so much in every past relationship, no one ever called you out on the bullshit. And now this one person is. So now you are confused because like you just said, people don't like change. Mm-mm. Change is scary. They like the idea of it, yeah. They the idea always sounds good. Everything theoretically and metaphorically sounds good. Just like any it sounds ple- pleasant but to when the it's ears. time to put the work in, don't nobody want to put the work in. Exactly. The idea of change sounds good and nobody gonna change overnight. So you have to put the work in with relationships. And that's what what therapy, it allows you to at least give yourself that yeah. time to be like, okay, maybe we're taking baby steps. Yep. Now, I'm not saying that every couple, I have never done couples therapy. I mm-hmm. can just be completely honest. Do I think that it may have been beneficial in my past relationships? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do I think it may have had a different result in the end of how we ended? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do I think it could have prevented us from it? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, even with my ex, you know, we finally was able to reminisce or reconcile all of our issues mm-hmm. after four or five years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, not saying that it may have took four or five years to get to that point. It was just the fact that we wasn't mentally in that position to accept each other. Yeah. To hear each other out. I wasn't emotionally capable to take in his feelings and my feelings at the same time. Because when, what happens when somebody gets hurt? You immediately disconnect. There's no room to hear nobody else. There's no room to, to see somebody's perspective. So I do think it's beneficial for couples therapy in some cases. Yeah. You know? I agree with you. I think it's beneficial for couples to um, go to couples therapy. Um, any relationship, honestly. It's not just romantic relationship. Platonic relationships as well. Like, you know, your uh, friendships as well as relationships, you know, with your family. Because um, that, we always say that, (laughs) that definitely reflects the way that you even show up in relationships, you know, with people based on how you were raised or based on your beliefs, you know, like religion, you know, how you were taught, how you treat people, you know, how you receive certain things that people give you, you know, sense of entitlement is so many different layers, you know, to people. But I do feel like it's definitely beneficial, you know, for you to go in front of somebody and, you know, talk about your issues, especially when you guys hit a road bump because relationships are not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to have happy days. And I feel like um, it's important for you to be able to learn your person, you know, through that. I've never tried it myself. I have suggested it, but um, it's never gone anywhere. But I do think that it probably, like you just said, it probably could have, you know, helped to save the relationship. If it was meant to be, you know, it probably could have helped save the relationship. Or it could have prevented things from just going completely left. And now you're leaving this relationship, you know, mad, upset, angry. And now you're trying to go through this healing journey where you're trying to figure out what did I do wrong? What did they do wrong? Did I even do anything wrong? I didn't do nothing wrong. It was this person. It was all them. They hurt me. They hurt me. You know, just constantly playing victim. So I definitely feel like, you know, therapy is going to expose a lot of things about you that you are not willing to see. It puts the mirror up to you, you know? And it's okay to have that mirror up to you because you don't know what's, you know, what's going on. You don't know how your hair looking up there. 
you know, you need somebody to say, hey, you know, you got a little booger right there. Hey, you know, your hair is out of place right there. Like, yeah, you need to be able to see that. Things that you didn't see, other people see. And you have to be ready to yeah. receive that. And it's going to help you to show up in your relationship to be better to one another. I don't know why people are so intimidated by it, but I think that it's just a healthy way for you to learn your person and to show up, you know, better in the relationship in order for you guys to continue to grow and bring out the best in each other instead of bringing out the worst or leaving the relationship with unresolved feelings and answers, you know, to what has happened to you guys. So, I do yeah. want to also make a key point with therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy does not work if you lie. Oh my God, no, please, it does not. Please understand that if you do seek help, just therapy does not that. help if you lie. If you can't even be honest with yourself, you will never get the help that you need. And I say that wholeheartedly. It does not work if you lie. People, you are not, who are you protecting? Yourself? Exactly. Because I thought you were here to get help. That's crazy that you say that, though, because I literally, I swear to God, two days ago, I just came across a um, podcast, uh, <laughs> and it had, yeah, Crystal mm-hmm. Renee. I don't know if you're familiar with that actress. She plays on the uh, show called uh, Sisters as um, Fatima, I think I and she was talking about uh, her going to therapy, and she also said the same thing. She was like, when I first went to therapy, I felt like it didn't work for me, and she was like, why it didn't work is because I wasn't being honest. So, yeah, it does not work if you lie. You have to be honest with yourself. That's why you're there, you know, somebody to point the mirror at you, like I just said, to show you the flaws that you don't see within yourself, and that may not necessarily be a bad thing. It's not to pick you apart. It's just to help you to be better, and then it's going to be beneficial because all of the things that I'm learning I'm going to bring this into the relationship and it's going to help us together I cannot just be trying to build this house by myself and I'm the only person with a hammer and you're just standing there like no babe I need you to you know hold this up for me you know why I put this nail in there yes grab the board help me do this you know go grab the glue you know we're doing this together you know and whatever tools that we don't have this person is more equipped to just help us so we can build this beautiful house find the tools and also learn how to communicate through it. Not know, oh, you did this. No, that makes no. a point because both parties, like, yeah, if you're we doing need each other. Therapy, exactly. Yeah. If both parties have to willingly want to get help, yes, it can't be one person forcing the other person mm-hmm. to go because it would never work out. It's not. It would never work because it's just one person being intentional about changing, you know, and trying to grow in the relationship, and the other person is just comfortable with where they at. Or they're not willing to accept their wrongs or change what they're doing they're wrong. Because they don't think they're doing anything wrong. they're deflecting. Yes. So you have to go and you have to be intentional. Y'all probably going to get so tired <laughs> of the word intentional. I don't know. That might have to be like the promo code or something. Like when the let's get freaking, intentional. Right. Let's get intentional. <laughs> no, because it all goes back to that. You got to be intentional in these relationships and how you show up in them. But it's definitely beneficial. It's not going to be just beneficial for me. It's going to be beneficial for you as well. We're going to be better together. I don't want to be the only person that's just growing in these relationships, you know, because I need you. And if I'm going to have you in my life, I want you to be able to be better for me and for me to be better to you. That's even in my friendships as well. So I'm not, we not, not just doing this by myself. We need to do this together. So it's important. Somebody than they want themselves. Exactly. No, you can't. And, that's, and that's I think that's I time when it's time to exit. That's probably should have been a question that we asked. I think that's when why is a it lot time to exit. I feel like that's why a lot of relationships end. It's because mm-hmm. you can't want more for somebody than they want themselves. Just like you can't some you can't want this person to get help and they're not trying to help themselves. Yeah. We, oh my god. That's we, when it's time know, to exit. We just, though. we just literally had a whole text message about this. We like did. God will prepare the table for you, but he will not tell you to sit. No. Like, you know what I said? Ain't nobody told you to go wash your hands and grab a yeah. plate and just start eating. Okay? No. Help yourself. No. God is there to give us the tools, but he can't do it for us. Yeah, he's not going to do it for you. You want things mm. to just happen for you. It's not going to happen like that if you do not put the work in. You keep on saying, I want to be rich. You ain't took no financial course to help you to learn how to manage money. If you get this $50,000 today, you're going to fumble the bag because you don't know how to handle it. You have not been prepared for it. You just thought it was just supposed to come to you. And then when it does come to you, like I said, you don't know how to handle the money. You're spending your money on stupid stuff. You don't know how to save it. You ain't put it in no, you know, accounts or you didn't invest it. So now the money is gone. So he's not going to give you anything that he knows that you're not prepared for. However, God wants us to have everything. So if you want to be a millionaire, you can be a millionaire. You know, his plans are not our plans. 
But mm, if you're yeah. willing to put in the work, he will still give you all of your heart desires. So if you desire certain things in life, you deserve, you know, desire a marriage or you desire a man, you can't just say, I want a husband. You, you need to start specific. moving like a wife. Ooh. Ooh. Hold up. Hold up. Ooh. Bars. I hold know. Up, bars. Hold bars. Up. bars. I wasn't expecting that. Oh, you got to move like a wife. You want a wife? You got to move like a you husband. Gotta, you got to move like a husband. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You want shit. a wife. Yeah. Damn. Look, it be getting deep Ooh, over here. I feel like we got to leave you with that gym on that. Yeah, we just got to leave, Ooh. y'all. Exactly. Stop Jesus. saying stuff that you want. You ain't, you ain't ready for it. You ain't Ooh. moving like that. That's just like mm. saying you want to be skinny. You ain't went to the gym. Think it's gonna be you a ain't quick put fix. That donut down. You ain't put that donut down. Jesus. You ain't did nothing. Mm. You just sitting over here, keep snacking, snacking, snacking. It's not gonna happen artist, for you. But you ain't putting out no music. You no music. You ain't going to no studio. You ain't doing what you, you need to do. You not testing them vocals. You not doing. Any, you That's say what you I'm saying. You not using you your gift. Do hair. You not going to cosmetology school. You not. You not doing nothing. You just saying all these things that you mm. want to happen, and you're not actually Jesus. putting in the work. That is crazy though. Yeah. Mm. You want to be. You want a husband. You better start moving like a wife now. You need to be prepared. You need to be disciplined. You need to be at home already cleaning up. Because if you have a husband, he expect a meal. You, oh, I ain't cooking for him. I'm not finna be submissive. You don't have a husband that leads. You didn't ask for a leader. You just parties, wanted a husband I, I think so it's bad. important to, for both parties, like men and women, to be submissive with each other. Absol- a- absolutely. <laughs> it's supposed to be beneficial. It's a, it's a relationship. It's a not- relationship. It's not just supposed to be, I'm just here to do everything for you. And okay. you do nothing for me. I feel like men and women, they both should serve each other. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. I don't well, I just expect no man to just come in. You better start moving like one. Ooh. What? Because mm. I'm already moving like one. That's why I'm not dating. I know my uh-huh. husband out there waiting on me. Ooh, not waiting on him, too. You know what, guys? I really do hope you guys enjoyed our part two of this relationship. Yes, this was so good. Listen, <laughs> we can go on days and days about talking about relationships because we have definitely both equally been through so many different things so much stuff and I, i'm pretty sure as our, i was just as our listeners level. that's what i'm saying i'm pretty sure as our listeners you guys have been going through a lot of stuff too and mm-hmm. we want you to understand that it's okay to not be okay Absolutely. it's okay to still be figuring it out i don't care how old you are i don't care if you're 20 30 exactly. 40 50, 50 we're still figuring it out we still have our whole lives ahead of us whether we want to acknowledge that or not time is still here for us it is and we have to take advantage and we have to be grateful because like i said when i first got on this episode i had just left a funeral so do not take advantage of the time that's Mm -hmm. being given to you every day that you are here you should definitely be working towards trying to you know evolve daily it is a daily you know journey like healing is not going to come overnight so you definitely need to be more intentional in your relationships and more intentional about your life and how you show up in this world and who Mm. you want to be how do you want to leave this world how do you want to leave this world the impact Mm. the the impact that's what the I'm impact i want people Ooh, to remember me exactly in a positive way in a positive way yeah this was such a good episode like like yes. she just said we could just keep on going for hours and hours i feel like the more we do this the more we get comfortable on these microphones with sharing our stories and our experiences and like stephanie said i know that you guys are probably going through stuff as well so the numbers have been doing good but we definitely still want to connect with you guys so you know let us know some conversations that you're looking forward to hearing you know let us know some of the experiences that you have gone through or if you are currently going through and you know let us help you through that let's talk about it you know let's get it off your chest let's talk about it let's talk about about it it. if you can't talk to your friends or your family you can talk to us that's why we the brown and balanced fam come on so we do want to appreciate you guys for tuning in again and we will see you next week Yes, bye you guys. Have an amazing week.